10.59, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, Donovan P. with you here at the Stingray Studios from West Edmonton Mall. The show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and coincidentally, right here in Wem. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Of course, you can always reach us through the text line, one 401 We'll talk fantasy sports and whatever else you want to for the next hour here before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell and Declan Kruger on the lowdown with Low Tide Brandon. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Connor. Had a great uh, a great full afternoon yesterday at the uh, Ice House downtown, part of the CBH's you know Super Bowl extravaganza giveaway. Uh, I was there... At the hop, you joined me for the middle stretch of the afternoon, and Donovan, the intern, came in to wrap up the evening with me, and uh, we ended up giving away a trip to the Super Bowl right inside the ice house to Quinn, and then um, Adrian won himself a 70-inch TV uh, as well to uh, to watch the game. So it uh, it was a great night, tons of celebration. There was fans, I think, of all four teams, at least at different points of the night, and a couple people, I think, probably just exclusively rooting against the Chiefs, and then also just rooting for the Lions as kind of the feel-good story. But I saw some Niners jerseys, some Chiefs jerseys, some shirts, and I think even you said you saw one Ravens jersey for sure. Absolutely. And a hat. I don't know if I saw any Lions gear, but there was plenty of people cheering for him uh, throughout the course of the game. So Yeah, I mean, it was a great start for the Lions. I, the Niners fans there probably a little disappointed to get going with, but they, they certainly roared back in that one. Quinn and Adrian. Yeah. Now, Adrian, was he 18? Uh, yeah, I thought I heard some of that. So with the, the he had to bring his mom in just in case he it won was, the trip to so Vegas. It, it was a it was a weird <laughs> thing because for the contest you technically had to be twenty one, obviously with the states and stuff. But they didn't tell Adrian that when he originally qualified. And I'm granted probably the people at the wherever location he qualified, um, if it was at the ice house or elsewhere, didn't even actually probably know. So either way, they kind of said no, it's okay, just come down, and then if you win, it'll be under you know a guardian. a guardian's name and something. Uh, but then he thankfully Adrian just won the TV, so yeah. you don't need to be 21 <laughs> for that. Uh, well, so he can take home a nice 70 inch uh, uh, screen there and then check out the game on that. Uh, should be a great viewing viewing party. Maybe he'll invite us over. Since I don't think Quinn is going to take me with him to the Super Bowl. He had a pretty big crew of uh, boys with him there last night. I think one of them will probably be the lucky lucky recipient. You win that trip. You're there with six to eight guys down at the Canadian Brew House, the Ice House, let's say, to make it as realistic as possible. How do you choose? Like, I, if I, I have a wife. <laughs> she would love to go to Vegas, but the Super Bowl... I, I mean, so what if you just coordinated that she also got some flights and came down, but then you take the day to go to the game with whomever? You know what? But the and then, halftime and show. Your, and your buddy and your wife split the cost of her flight <laughs> since his is comps. The halftime show might be, for some, as big as the Super Bowl. Now, I know it's Usher. Usher's big time, but he, I don't know if he's as big time as some of the other acts no, we've seen. No, this one does seem a little more low 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 for on Vegas? the totem pole, especially for Vegas. I mean, like, think about the one in L.A., um, you know, Dre, Eminem with the surprise appearance. Snoop, Snoop Kendrick Snoop, Lamar. Kend- like, it was... Mary J. It was a huge, huge ordeal. And I know Taylor Swift reportedly keeps turning them down. Imagine if she was doing it this year. She's going to be in attendance. What She'll be there. Is yeah. She, she jetting back over from Tokyo? She's got the, the concert. Is it Tokyo? I think it's so. somewhere in Asia, yeah. And then she's flying over. Uh, Playbook Vic says put in your bids. Absolutely. I think that'd be a great way to do it. Here's the thing. For me, if I had a 
friend who is there with me, you know, and a, a good buddy, and they were a fan of one of these two teams, I think they automatically jump to the front of the queue in terms of who you're taking. Like, hypothetically, if I was Quinn last night, one of my best friends, Chucky Slick, lived with him for my first year and a half uh, coming back to the city up in Fort Sask. Yeah. He's, he's a diehard Chiefs guy. It's funny enough, he already went to a Chiefs game in Vegas this year, <laughs> but uh, but I think I'd have to take him with me. I think and he th- would. And I think then in turn he would uh, repay the favor quite well by, you know, probably a few drinks, a few meals and such during the course of our stay down in Vegas. But I think that would be a very good way to do it. I don't... Like, had I won... And Ashley said, I don't want to go. Like, maybe I'd talk to Hernan Salas. He's been a Niners fan for as long as I've known him. I know a Chiefs fan, but I don't think I can take him. I'm not taking any more Chiefs fans. Chiefs Kingdom's going to travel very well. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. Quinn's got an issue. But a I good, think... A good issue. You probably got to be like, yeah, dinner's on me, two nights, drinks. Because I, I know, like, obviously all your accommodations and stuff are taken care of. I also think I was listening to um, Justin, the manager on duty last night when they were doing it all out, like doling it all out. I'm pretty sure you get like a food voucher for at the game. I don't know if it's at the, I assume it's at the game. But either way, like what an incredible trip, incredible giveaway by the brew house. We were, uh, you know, like fortunate enough to get to go to Monday and Thursday night games all season, qualify these people. Uh, and a lot of it. So when we were on on location at, Every location, every spot around the city in the capital region, we had an extra golden ticket that was to come to the ice house. Yeah, right. It was kind of our 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 specific uh, location where we were kind of doing our watch party. Um, and like he, he when when I announced his name, like the cheering was probably just as loud as any single cheering over the course of the uh, the afternoon for touchdowns, turnovers, you name it. He he was ecstatic. It was pretty cool to be a part of. Very shout, cool. That, shout out the brew house. Yeah, very cool at the Ice House location one as well. That is awesome. Uh, in case you missed the games yesterday, obviously the Chiefs victorious over the Ravens, 17-10. to 10. 49ers down the Lions, 34-31. Heck of a comeback for the San Francisco 49ers. If you're a Lions fan, self-inflicted wounds, fumbles. When I had my roommates, we called this one play the doink and yoink. That's when the ball hits the receiver's hands. Bounces up in the defensive side of the ball, recovers it. Doink, yoink. Mm-hmm. It was a reverse doink and yoink for Brandon Ayuk. The yoink and doink. The yoink and doink as, uh, whew, what a throw by Brock Purdy. Don't ever call him a game manager. He dropped it in the bucket for the Lions defensive back who just volleyed it up to Brandon Ayuk, who I love, so I was happy to see it. But the Detroit Lions, and I, I know heartbreak. I've seen it before. I feel for the Detroit Lions fans out there because that that was theirs. They had their ticket punched, and then they just messed up. I don't know why Dan Campbell didn't take the field goal. Like, I, I know why, because that's what he is. But my goodness, I was screaming, get the get the money badger out there. Get Michael Badgley out there. Yeah, who's not a very good kicker. Well, he's statistically. He's pretty good. Not from that distance. Still should have gone for it. I, like, it. It's basically like, I, I talked about it with Kevin all morning. Like, that he can say that that decision was made because, yeah, I'm an aggressive coach and we always go for it on the fourth downs. But I think a big part of it was that they do not trust him to make the kick from that distance. And I had it as an in or out. If you don't trust your kicker to make a 45 to 50 yard, 50 yard field goal in a championship game, then I'm sorry, you don't deserve to go to the Super Bowl. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it all went downhill for Badgley when on Sunday Night Football, they're like, he copyrighted the money badger. Yeah. And then it went bad. <laughs> he, all downhill. Chargers cut him. He bounced around. And yeah, that, that's a tough one. Good on the Niners. I think we're going to get a good game, a rematch of a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, which is an ideal. Lance texting into one 1440 As a Raiders fan, this is a nightmare. Super Bowl being played in the Raiders stadium. Either the Chiefs or the Niners are winning the Super Bowl in Raiders Nation. That was a storyline a couple of years ago at the Grey Cup when the Stamps won here. Like, oh, they celebrated in their in their locker room. I didn't really understand the outrage, but uh, it it is true. Uh, former Bay Area rivals, the Niners, and longtime divisional rivals, the Chiefs. One of those teams will host the Lombardi in Raiders Nation. Sham says, here's a stat out of Vegas I received on Friday. The officiating crew for KC slash Baltimore had a winning percentage for 38% of the home teams. All the other crews are 50-50 and slightly leaning in favor of the home team. Now, I don't think they were the difference, but very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. In every football game, you can look at the officiating for something. There's always going to be a hold or a, a pass interference or something that people could blame, but I, I don't know. I For those two games, I don't know if I looked at it that way. Um, jumping over to the NHL, uh, very light night. If you're playing Daily Fantasy, uh, you're looking at the Preds and the Ottawa Senators. That could be an interesting one. Brandon, you going to get in on DraftKings tonight? A little one-game action? Stacking them up. See who's the cream of the crop. The strictly strictly line stacking and then taking the <laughs> cheapest goalie available and uh, working out from there. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll take a look at it and see what I, uh, what I make of the prices and stuff. I had a very... Interesting day gambling yesterday. I know you were a near miss on a pretty, well, actually, I shouldn't say a pretty good size, a massive parlay from the morning game. I then came up a five Jameer Gibbs rushing yards short of a, a plus 2200 parlay in the, the late game. But thankfully, I had enough. Uh, this the, My only saving grace was early payout on a 17-point lead. I got I got my Detroit money line oh, really? cashed out. So that combined with the <laughs> Jameer Gibbs anytime touchdown, my made my day just mildly in the net negative. Only a few bucks in the negative. If I'd hit that last parlay though, I would have been laughing all the way. I would have left an even more lucrative tip for our great servers we had over the course of the afternoon at Maybe the ice house. Bought around? Would it have been that big of a payout? There's a lot of people there. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> There's right. a lot. The ice of, house is massive because we were in it, the one area, but it stretches and it's really in bright back, in the it back. Was, it was it was packed like the whole day. So great, great to see. Um, I don't know if I would have bought around. Maybe I would have bought around for the table of winners, like the guy that won yeah. uh, won the thing. Um, maybe, but all for naught because it didn't hit. And Donovan got a firsthand glimpse of uh, me sweating out bets on a Sunday night. It was a new experience for him, one I'm not probably <laughs> sure he enjoyed too much. Oh, I mean, it, it adds the entertainment value for sure. Spaghetti says, a pretty got crushed with the crown of the helmet on that play, bleeding a no call. If that was Mahomes, yellow would be all over the field. Well, Mahomes would just pop up and just stare at every ref he could. That is becoming his play, as it was Tom Brady. I saw a kind of a funny graphic, and we talk about like the circle of life in the NFL where you start off and everyone roots for you and you get too good and everyone hates you you go back to like the 2019 AFC championship everybody was cheering for Kansas City take down the Patriots and now you know five years later everyone's like take down the Chiefs oh the turntables (laughs) they've turned and now everyone rooting against the Chiefs the Taylor Swift hate is unbelievable it's strong (laughs) like hey I'm happy for those those kids 
Maybe they found love. Those lovebirds. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're going to both retire and settle down and just take it easy. Do you think family. if Taylor Swift were to retire from music to like, in, like, and I'm talking like in the near future, would all of a sudden the Swifties turn and hate Travis Kelsey because they made her or he made her stop making music? And like, that's what the Swifties live for, right? Yes. The Swifties really, do they care more about Taylor Swift's music or more about like Taylor Swift, the persona? Like if she still kept know. going on being Taylor Swift but didn't release any new music, would they care? I'm and I'm obviously not I'm not saying everybody, but like, you know, this is a, a fan base that has now reached into like the I don't know, is it in the eight digits? Is there are there tens of millions of Taylor Swift fans? Is that crazy to say? I really don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I have no, I have no clue. I have no idea. She's given the Swifties ten albums. Yeah, I but feel how, like she's done her part. A lot of those were like early, like at least three of them were when she was still like the the country pop princess as opposed to then she kind of got into her shedding that label and now she's more of like the folk music almost kind of thing. Well, she had a couple albums like that. I'll be honest, I don't listen to a ton of her, her music, at least her new stuff. I was big into her when she was fresh on the scene, like uh, Tim McGraw, great song, Teardrops on My Guitar, uh, Picture to Burn, our song, love story, even like back to December. Yeah, like her early stuff, those are all all good tracks. I do like some of the new, like Karma. We played that on the show today. That's a catchy tune. I do think that going back to your original question, if she's retired from music, Travis Kelsey might be in danger. That's what I'm saying, right? Like I, I think some of her fans are past that line of fandom. It's like obsession. And Chiefs fans would then hey, have, it, have it out for Taylor Swift because Travis Kelsey, you know, he's, did he, was he like, uh, like totally just hoodwinking us the back half? Like he looked not like the same guy for a large portion of this regular season, not through two playoff games. It's like, oh, he's still Travis Kelsey, still probably the best tight end in the NFL. Did the Chiefs as a whole for parts of the season not look like the same Chiefs? Like well, defensively, they were strong. 100% their offense did, but I think that was part of the growing pains was like, okay, like we obviously have Rasheed Rice, this rookie receiver. He's going to need to kind of get into it. Kadarius Tony didn't even play yesterday. He's been benched. He's um, heard. But he's been, him, him posting on Insta. What did you say? It was Instagram? He went live on Instagram. Live on Instagram saying, I'm not hurt. Yeah. Well, tough, <laughs> tough news, buddy. That's not why you're not playing, despite what they might release to the uh, the media. Like, you played yourself into sitting in the press box. Uh, but MVS, you know, he's come up with some big catches when it's mattered most. A uh, one big one yesterday uh, that comes to mind right at the top. But it's 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 the Kelsey show, and the one like I I will say this is something I'm proud to have said that I've kind of been on since the start of this season, at least the first few weeks. Once we got a really good view of what Isaiah Pacheco is that I said this is the best run game the Chiefs will have had since Patrick Mahomes took over quarterback, and I think we are seeing that in full force now. That guy is an absolute animal coming out of the backfield, and he can catch the ball, and he's just, like, angry all the time, so he can block. <laughs> like, he's a tremendous player, and I think without him and how effective he's been, we would not be talking about the Chiefs the same way because he's, he's at times buoyed their offense um, to whether it be protect lead, you know, eat clock and stuff when their receivers have been unable to catch balls, which has been obviously a huge problem for them this year. 100%. I mean, like, he runs angry. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. That's what I dream of in a running back, someone who's, you know, gets almost stronger as the game goes on. Uh, it's He's been tr- absolutely tremendous, and a seventh-round pick at that. 
It's been great. And, you know, you, you talk about Travis Kelsey and kind of the lull that he had towards the stretch at the end of the season. I mean, it, it, just looking at Patrick Mahomes' QBR here, 50, 48, 36, 83, 51, 28, 64, 31, 51. Like the quarterback rating was below 75 for a good chunk of games. It, it was un Mahomes. They were losing games and it, it seemed weird, but. Ever since that finale against the Cincinnati Bengals, they've kind of put it back together. And yeah, Travis Kelsey, key to the offense. Who would have thought? one 401 Titan says, good on them. Yeah, celebrity couple. Just cut down on showing here cheering like Travis Swift just caught the Super Bowl <laughs> game-winning TD. Ah, she's happy for her, man. Alfred says, Kelsey will be the new Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness people would go crazy if that happened and then rod finally says never heard one of taylor Swift's songs never want to i mean she's got a she's got some catchy songs i'm not a swifty i Don- maybe have two songs on my phone donovan course. hates taylor swift so i was just about to suggest maybe we get uh, one plane out of the next break but i don't think that'll happen as long as he's man in the ones and twos back there he's a he's a documented taylor swift hater I am a documented Taylor Swift hater, and I can confirm uh, these are not just rumors and reports. There will not be a Taylor Swift song played while I'm uh, manning the board here. I am okay with that. I am not a Taylor Swift hater, but I'm not a big fan. And I think that's fine. I probably fall in the same category. Like like I said, I know more of her old songs just because, like, it was on country radio, which is what I listened to growing up. But uh, And then in my brief time at uh, NR92 Campus Radio, shout out, <laughs> lots of uh, the newer Taylor Swift made the pretty uh, popular playlist there to get played regularly. So some of the brand new stuff and then some of her very early stuff is what I'm familiar with. In between, not quite as much so. Well. And I think, I think most of it's good. Like it's, a, it's kind of a unique taste of music, I think, especially her newer stuff. It's like kind of poppy, kind of is folky. It? I don't know. It's the most popular brand of music in the world but i, I mean think. like to actually like the music as opposed to once again going back to the point do you just like taylor swift or do you actually like the music some people will like her music no matter what that's what i mean you and i could produce this song she could release it and they'd be like oh my gosh this is better than the beatles <laughs> taylor you're amazing i love you uh one 1440 if you'd like to text in we'll take a break when we come back uh We'll look around the fantasy world. Uh, I mean, there's there's NBA tonight. There's one hockey game. A lot of games tonight in the association. So maybe we'll take a look at that. Uh, we had a text coming in earlier saying, any chance you guys can do some fantasy baseball with a slow week? Heck yeah. Let's do it. It's a great idea. We'll get Kevin Carrius has an insider for us. Who is it? Somebody that plays in his, uh, what do they call that? A rotary league? No. Rotisserie. Rotisserie. <laughs> Low Tide used to talk about it all the time. And all I could think of was chicken. Yeah, Low Tide was in that league. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think he is anymore, but he was. No, he's um, not. He couldn't. So, he took it too serious, so I heard. So Kevin said that this guy that's in his league is like the best, but he might not want to be an insider for us because he'd give away all of his secrets, <laughs> which I don't know how that could be possible. We're talking about fantasy sports here. Like the information's public. <laughs> Everybody, the stats and stuff. You guys, you got to see this player. <laughs> Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Must draft. It's my key to victory. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm I'm excited. It's uh, I saw the tweet from a uh, Blue Jays Nation today. Matt Chapman days away from spring training opening. I think. I thought I saw pitchers reporting fifteen. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, there we go. So it's it's baseball season is closer than you think. We're already at the end of January. This month flew by. 
it's crazy and disappointing because that means football season is just about over. I but know. we're kind of in the home stretch of uh, hockey season after All Star Weekend, trade deadline next up, jockeying for position. Next thing you know, we'll be a uh, teeing up a first round uh, some first round playoff matchups. Unbelievable! It's going to be twenty twenty five in no time. We'll take a break. As we go to break, though, text in one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Let us know. Do you play fantasy baseball? I want to gauge the interest here. Let us know. We'll talk about that when we come back. We'll look at the NBA, and we'll respond to all of your texts as well. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Hallie, Douglas, Donnie P. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 1125 Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor, Hallie, Brandon Douglas, and Donovan, the intern, here with you for Fantasy Frenzy. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. We'll go into the text box right now for our good friends down at the Canadian Brew House. Of course, we were down at the Ice House yesterday, giving away a trip to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Of course, that's going to be your best spot to watch the Super Bowl in a couple weeks here. But until then, oh, everything's going on at the CBH. Maybe you want to watch the All-Star game next weekend, the Skills Comp. You want to watch some NBA, the one hockey game tonight. Head down to the Canadian Brew House and remember to get the Canadian Brew House app. You can get it at the Apple App Store as well as Google Play. Start earning points and rewards at the CBH. Plus, you get a free order of garlic fingers just for signing up. So make sure you do that one today. Uh, where should we start here? L Nate. I believe he was down at the Ice House yesterday. The Chiefs kind of morphed into this power run team that expands their offense, and off that, they play stout, tough defense. It's the same thing as the 18 Patriots with Sony Michelle down the stretch and through the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I guess kind of the luxury of having a quarterback as good as Patrick Mahomes, you can just kind of know, and I think combine that with Travis Kelsey and then Andy Reid, you're just going to have a good enough offense. And then they really started to invest heavily in the defense of the draft and got some studs. And they bring in good free agents like Drew Tranquil. And it, it all just comes together. And I got a bad feeling they're going to reload this offense in the offseason. For whatever reason, I just can't stop seeing Mike Evans in a Chiefs jersey next year. And it freaks me out. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs evolving quite well. Fat Efron says, I know before the pandemic – the CFL is talking about expanding to the Maritimes. Is that ever going to happen? I don't know. I, I mean, they did have touchdown Atlantic. I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. Based on, and keep in mind, this is coming from somebody that has very little, um, you know, information about the CFL. It's, it's like just over the course of even just the past five months of us being on air, guests we've had on talking about the CFL uh, from across the country, national coverage, uh, local coverage for the teams and stuff. It always seems to come up in conversation. I would say it seems like a pretty bleak possibility, at least in terms of the immediate future. Need an owner? Need a stadium? I love out the Halifax. I've, I've gushed about that before. I love that town. Heck of a place. I'd go watch the Elks play there. It'd be, it'd be worth it. But, yeah, I don't know if the league's looking at expansion right now. We'll see. Nardog says, I don't know why, but when you guys were talking about writing a song for Taylor Swift, it reminded me of Evan and Seth from Superbad. Got to watch that again. I don't know which one you are or which one I am. I think Donovan has to be McLovin. Naturally. Naturally. We won't start calling you that or anything. There's not enough resemblance, but maybe we'll call you Fogel. Yeah, great movie. Go watch that again. Nick says, love fantasy baseball. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Titan says, where can I send a picture of our trophy 
for fantasy baseball email or will you receive a text uh titan you can send that text uh right to 1833401 we can receive images and videos don't send us anything gross though but we will take a look at your trophy uh, we also had a text coming in here i thought it was put pretty well I forget, where did it come in about not minding taylor swift but it was the swifties mm-hmm that's that's the thing that I think set some people off. Donovan, you said that's kind of the thing it is for you. Very she, much so. It, it's, it's the obsession. It's the obsession. The When someone goes to a concert and then they record themselves crying, listening to her sing, it's just, you're you're just nuts. <laughs> like, there's no other way of putting it. I, I yeah, I was talking to someone. I won't out them, but I they talk about how, like, these the Swifties will go and they, the concert will end and they don't remember a thing. Because they just went into like a trance of blacked out. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like not even, no alcohol. Just Sometimes I don't remember out. concerts either, but yeah, that's usually yeah. for a different reason. And you just know, you don't, you know you had a good time. A hundred percent. I wouldn't be slugging them back if I wasn't having a good time singing along. I, I'm very anti-phones, cameras, whatever, at concerts in general. Like this is, this might have to be something on in or out here uh, in the near future maybe. <laughs> People that record concerts on their phones and, like, put it on their Instagram stories or then, like, post it on fate wherever, like, buddy, nobody gives a flying F about you watching this concert. Like, if they wanted to go, they'd be there. We don't want to watch it through your iPhone camera screen from the 200 level where the sound, you can't even make out what sound is being, or what song's being played. Like, give it up. Sit there and enjoy the concert in person. If you want to do it once, I'm okay with it. Like, take a video of, like, one song, 10 minutes, 10 seconds. But, yeah, when it's, like, the Instagram stories when you're scripting through are, like, a millimeter. Yeah. You're, you're like, tapping a thousand times and you're only halfway through the show. Like, put the phone down. Enjoy it. That's frustrating. Yeah. And it drives me up the wall. And maybe maybe I'm just being a sour grapes on this. Like, I... uh, Because I I agree with... It was a text from Fat Efron as well as what Donovan was saying. Like, the Swifties... There are some very moderate, perfectly normal Taylor Swift fans. But but you see this with anything. I think the Taylor Swift ones are just more prominent because she's at the front of, you know, the pop culture scene right now. But, like, it's literally their entire personality. And people like to make fun of sports guys, and I'm sure they'll loop us into it, like, where we make sports our entire personality. I'm quite happy to say that's not the case. I love sports. I love all sorts of different sports. But I like tons of other stuff, too. Farming, music, uh, drinking. Uh, <laughs> gambling no uh, but like the taylor swift people like it is literally their identity is taylor swift and her music there's a risk that you're generalizing right now 100 percent. that's what i that's what i mean so some like, swifties might have passions drinking that, gambling that's what i'm saying i'm I, I think it it is blown out of proportion because of the fact that taylor swift is so popular that everybody sees all these insane swifties like donovan saying the ones that are crying at concerts and that's what they think all the Swifties are. I know that's not the case. But those people, what no matter what it is, if you make sports your entire personality or an artist or a celebrity or a musician, whatever, if like, that's the only thing that is interesting about you or that you have interest in, get a life. Like, there's so much more out there. Buddy, 
when you turn 30, you got to pick craft beers or smoking meats. <laughs> that's going to be your personality. You got one year of being cool. I got one. That's like what I keep saying. Well, I got one good year left in me. <laughs> uh, one more text about concerts, and then maybe we'll get to some fantasy because we have some questions coming in here. Fat Efron says, the Duke is like strutty. Does he sit at concerts too? <laughs> no. I'm on my feet. I'm singing. I'm drinking. I'm having a good time. But I'm not, like, my phone does not leave my pocket the entire time I'm there. Good. I'm, I'm living in the moment. How's that for you? B says, hilarious. All these teeny boppers that listen to her music will look back in 10 years and cringe at the way they behaved. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they'll probably still love the music, but I think they'll be like, oh, my goodness. We were a little, a little obsessed. Rockford says, why do they call it Rotisserie League? Well, my research tells me the league was named after the New York City restaurant La Rotissiere Francis. <laughs> Flawless pronunciation. Or probably rotisserie. What? Rotisserie. What about... I'm going to start a new league named after a different restaurant. It's going to be a Kenny Rogers Roasters (laughs) baseball league. Well, that would be sick too. But uh, yeah, La Rotisserie Francaise in New York. Uh, Apparently the founders met for lunch, played the first game. Magazine editor... Danielle Ockrent is credited with introducing the rotisserie league concept for the group and inventing the scoring system. When I searched that, I put in, why do they call it rotisserie? And then chicken popped up. And that's where I wanted to click. But no, I I followed through. Uh, That was the restaurant where apparently it had been created. Okay, let's just get these concert ones out of the way. No (laughs) singing at the concert. So annoying to listen to someone try and sing who can't. Also, I pay to hear the band, not some random Joe. That comes in from Husks. Counterpoint to that. The people that are beside you singing, they paid to be there too, so they can kind of do what they want. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not for or against what Huss is saying. I like to sing at concerts. I'm not like screaming my heart out, but you know, singing along. And if the whole crowd's going, like there's certain parts they want you to sing. The, the artists usually want the crowd to sing. They'll like, they'll turn the mic out and let the, them go at it. So, but I, I don't disagree because I have been at concerts where you're sitting beside somebody who cannot carry a tune in a bubble, <laughs> or is it bucket? Tune in a bucket? Probably a bucket. You wouldn't carry something in a bubble. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. There we go. If we go to like the, the origin of the phrase. <laughs> uh, so I've been on both sides of that where I like to sing, but also I've heard some bad singers beside me too. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of on the fence about that one. Finally, Cat Dad says, I remember a lady using an iPad to film Guns N' Roses, except she had the camera pointed towards <laughs> her. And she wanted uh, her point of view. The point like, of view of the band seeing the, her. The classic, like it's like the, the meme of like, your your aunt or uncle on Facebook and it's like the, their profile picture is like the selfie but it's just like their nose up yeah trying and then it's like the room behind them is the whole half top half of the photo that was this lady filming the concert <laughs> thinks she's getting the band on stage but it's just her forehead amazing amazing okay uh, let's let's do a couple more here before we get to break we had DJ hockey fantasy trade for you fine gentlemen dynasty league. Zaka for Bunting and Addison. Which side do you prefer? Thanks, DJ. Kalen Addison is a name. And I've, I've asked several of our guests about him over the course of the last five months too. When he got traded from Minnesota to San Jose, I had very high hopes because like this San Jose team stinks. Yeah, Kalen Addison, a guy with a lot of pedigree, um, was a big part of the Jason Zucker trade that uh, sent him to Pittsburgh. Um, but I'll, like he just hasn't made anything happen. Like it's his point totals on the year. He's got like a handful. I thought he'd get a lot of power play time. That really hasn't happened either. When he has not a lot of success, 
At this point, like Addison's almost a nothing burger. Here, the the thing is, the Zaka for Bunting is actually pretty close to kind of like what I think is a straight across thing. Uh, Michael Bunting, you know, couple great seasons in Toronto, 20, 20, 23 goals in back to back seasons. Um, he's looking like he's going to be close to his career high of points at just over 60 this season. He's at 10, 10 goals, 31 points so far this year. Um, playing on the top line with Sebastian Ajo and Teo Teravainen. Not too bad of a place to be. Whereas Pavel Zaka centering the Bruins top line, he's at 30 points right now. Uh, the difference is Bunting plays on the top power plane on the wing. Zaka does not. He, uh, he kind of relinquishes that spot to Charlie Coyle. So I think those two are actually pretty close to straight across. Age is comparable. The Addison thing in a dynasty league, like, are you really going to keep, like I said, dynasty, you're keeping your whole squad. So I don't know, like, if you have a roster space to stash him and hope that he can, like, get things on track here, that could maybe be the tipping point in this. But otherwise, I do think I like bunting a little bit more than Zaka, just because we've seen uh, bunting do it for a couple years in a row, like, successively, uh, when he first broke out with the Coyotes, uh, and then landing in Toronto, like I said, the back-to-back 23-goal year. Pavel Zaka set a career high in points last year, but before that, had never topped thirty six. So he like he's a sixty point guy, but it, like, can he keep it up? Is he a true top line center? That I'm not really sure of. for the dynasty factor. What we're talking about here, so I, I think I'd probably lean toward the Bunting and Addison side of this trade. But I think it'd be very close in a pretty even trade. Uh, one last six before we get to break. We got a few. We've got Anthony. We've got uh, No Namer, Titan, Brian. We'll get to those after the break. But G says not many people talking about the Belichick in defensive scheme. Casey used with the spy at the line who didn't rush. I just wanted to take a look here. If you look at what uh, Lamar Jackson is able to do on the ground, eight rushes, fifty-four yards. So obviously, at times made some plays with his legs, but. Overall, I mean, they in, in the passing game, he wasn't outstanding. I believe the final stat line from the box score, Baltimore running backs had six total rush attempts in the whole game. Yep. Gus Edwards had three. Justice Hill had three. And then Zay Flowers had two, I think, on some yes. end-round type things. And then Lamar, uh, some scramble. I, like, were any of Lamar's runs even design runs, or were they all scrambles? Um, of course, he completed a pass to himself, which was incredible. <laughs> but but besides that, yeah, like the, the Kansas City defense has been a strength of this team all year. And they did it. They kept that going yesterday. I, I do criticize Todd Munkin, like basically on the first three and out. Oh, the run game's not working. They just completely abandoned it. Like I said, they rushed the ball six times with your running backs who are something like that's kind of a strength of your team too. the combination of is he handing it off? Is he like they knew they were not running the ball at any point. So, like, that becomes a lot easier to defend. But c- credit to Spags, man. Like, that guy's, that guy's like, on the Mount Rushmore of defensive coordinators of all time. He's ter- that's, that's high praise. He's ter- was he not the uh, a part of what shut, their, um, uh, shut down the Patriots that one season? I can't remember. The, the year's eluding me. 07, 08, he was with the Giants defensive coordinator. Yeah. So Went to the Rams. Didn't have much success. <laughs> but, but either, like... I think he's a great coordinator, and he's shown it this year. Uh, the Chiefs' defense is lights out, for sure. Yeah, now he's won three Super Bowls, one, like you said, with the Giants, and now two with the Chiefs. He hasn't been a head coach since 2011. He was the interim head coach for the Giants in 2017. You wonder if he might get another chance. Some guys are just... We, we've talked about this on the show, Connor. Some guys are just meant to be coordinators, and I think more of more coordinators should be fine with that. Just, like, have a ton of success as a coordinator. Why do you have to go and fail as a head coach? And I guess you don't know till you try. But if you try once and you fail, money come back to being a coordinator. But, like, some of these coordinators, I mean, they're not exactly pinching pennies. 
No, they're not. But they're they rewarded quite handsomely. They always want to take that 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 goal. Yeah. I mean, if Spagnolo might say, "I don't like how that felt. Didn't like the job. I'm happy doing this." Just calling plays and like chopping up with the boys a little bit more as a coordinator, you can probably do that. Like I don't know, but maybe at the on the flip side, devil's advocate, maybe it's like I'm better than that. I don't want my reputation to be totally sucked fair. as a head coach. Totally fair. We'll see. But yeah. You're right, and the texture G right, like the Chiefs defense, just brilliant. Uh, and you know, you talked about getting away from the game plan, not running the football. That game was never really out of hand. Like at no point until I would say the Flowers fumble at the yeah. goal. Like when you when you do that, and then you come away with no points, the game was over. But they could have tried to run the ball, run the ball, not just give up on it. And, and you would have liked that too. Yeah, Gus, Gus Bus touchdown. We could have used any time Gus Bus touchdown. I thought that was a lock. Anyways, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go into the inbox more. Some more questions coming in here. Uh, like I said, Anthony, one from a 403 12-man bangers league. That's a little preview for you. Titan and Brian S. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Hallie, Douglas, Donnie on Sports 1440 brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy, powered by Wilhock Beef Jerky. Hallie Douglas, Donnie P with you here. one 1440 is the text line if you want to get in on the conversation. You can throw your questions in our direction. Coming up after us here on the Lowdown with Low Tide, it'll be little Oilers talk, some NHL rumors. Rachel Dory will be by at 1240. They'll do some NFL conference championship recaps. Mama, M-I-A, and 120 will be Jason Greger. And then uh, following the Lowdown with Lowtide, it is the Jason Greger show. From 2 to 6, we'll have Mike Kelly from the NHL Network and Sports Logic dropping by. Cam Tate for the two-minute warning. TR's in for the co-hosting duties. I had it labeled wrong on my schedule. He is not with Cantor, but he will be co-hosting. Matt Seckers will be by. Talk about the Vancouver Canucks, a team that the Oilers will try to track down in the second half of the season. Andy Petrillo swings by from CBC Sports and One Soccer. Spec at 5 o'clock and then Kevin Woodley of Ingoal Magazine at 5.20. Uh, should mention very quickly in our fantasy hockey pool. Brandon, I'm, I'm not bringing this up for you. I know you're climbing. Well, no, I've, I'm sliding again. I'm back down to 39th. Oh, no. Schedule's tough, tough right now. It, oh, yeah, it's tough. Very tough. But uh, I assume the reason you brought this up is because we got the chance to meet the leader. Koskinen 2.0 was at the, the Ice House yesterday. Clubhouse leader. He's Decked a, down his Packers gear. He's 51 points up on second place. <laughs> that seems like a lot. So I think he's going to run the table. I was like, he was, He's asking me what uh, the prize is going to be. I was like, you get a firm handshake and you're lucky I don't beat you up for beating the wheels <laughs> off me so bad. Yeah. Well, he got, he'll get a $20 dinner at the CBH, past the dinner. Yeah. Plus a gift card. 20 person. What did I say? Dollar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One $20 pasta dinner. So, I mean, that is good too, but 20 people to be able to take his crew, maybe bring that table back. And then also, we've got a little uh, Will Hawk gift card and a little money for Some him. Cash. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's doing well. I said, Your goalies are crushing it. He said, Well, also, my team has had like no injuries. Yeah. So he's, 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 he's nervous about the second half thing and the injury bug might catch him. I was like, Hey, if you're riding the hat, hot hand of luck and, and you've been avoided the injury bug so far, just assume you're going to keep doing the same. He, he picked himself a great squad. And uh, I mean, hey, the best ability is availability. Amen. Uh, to question coming in from Anthony. Hey, guys, I have a trade offer in my football dynasty league. They send Jahan Dotson, 
and the second round third pick for my first round 10th pick. Would you guys do that with the uncertainty at quarterback in Washington? Well, Washington picks second overall, I do believe. They've got a lot of money to spend. Maybe they'll be a suitor for Mike Evans. That wouldn't help Dotson, but they probably will have a quarterback that can sling it. I don't know. I So basically, you're the they are looking to move up for assuming this is a 12 team league. Yeah. Assuming um what are they be moving up there? Well, either yeah, five spots, five whatever spots, it might be. And you get Jahan Dotson. Honestly, unless there's somebody you really like at the back end of the like here's my approach to to dynasty football leagues cuz I'm in one. There's your top end guys, like usually a, a definitive number 1 each year. Um this past year it was uh Bijan Robinson, uh Jameer Gibbs pretty shortly thereafter. Like coming out this year, I think Brock Bowers will be a very touted after guy. Like in my in our league quarter because it's just a single QB, it's not a flex or a super flex. Like rookie quarterbacks aren't really worth that much. Rarely they get taken the first round. It's all about the top running backs and top receivers. And in this case, Brock Bowers is the top tight end. The difference in what you're going to get at third pick in the second round versus the 10th and the first, like, is it going to be the difference of like having a good bench player like Deshaun, Jahan Dotson, who, who knows with a new quarterback, what that provides is opportunity because new quarterbacks, they often find chemistry with like, Maybe it's the number one guy, probably, but then maybe a secondary guy that comes under the radar. Like, look at this year in Houston, Tank Dell. Like, people probably had pretty decent hopes for him as a rookie, but nothing compared to what he ended up achieving just because him and C.J. Stroud had great chemistry and a great connection. Who knows? Maybe this uh, the new quarterback in Washington ends up having that with Dotson. So I, I think this is worth it. Like I said, you're moving down five spots, and you get a pretty decent bench-wide receiver who can maybe elevate into, like, a, a roster, like a – WR3 spot or something. I, I I like this trade for for the texter Anthony. He played in five more games this year, started six more, had less touchdowns, less yardage, six more receptions than compared to his uh, his rookie, rookie year. season. So the, yeah, I mean, I was high on Dotson in year one. He won me a week once, got him on the waiver wire. I I don't know if I would rush to make this move. I would maybe you hold off and see who like the commanders at, take. At, at, well, wait till they. Do you see how the NFL draft shakes down? And then even like, I mean, this is obviously a long way way down the road. Assuming you guys draft in like August, um, if they're still interested in moving up in the draft, like see what's available. You can make this trade right before you make your pick. If the guy you wanted is already gone, and you see somebody else a little later back in the second round that you have your eyes on, like you can apply some real world draft logic to this, just like NFL and NHL teams. Uh, do year in and year out like you can wait if I mean tra- trading draft picks uh, at this first round picks at this point you don't even know where where guys are landing like what teams are going to pick them so that is going to have a huge impact on rookies regardless of what position they play so yeah I'd, I'd hold off but come draft time or a little closer to draft time once you know where all the rookies are situated I, I like the values there for me it's just a matter of circumstance I think Fantasy Frenzy Boys, I'm in a 12-man bangers league NHL Yahoo app to be exact. Just curious as to what the ratio of points leagues versus cats leagues. You obviously get texts from all sorts of leagues. Are points leagues the popular one? My league seems to have way more involved than others and just wondering where it stands. Love this show. Listen every day. Signed, don't have a handle yet. Well, your name in the system is now don't have a handle yet, so we'll change that when you give us one. Duke... 
Any thoughts on that one? Because people will tell, like we, people ask ask us questions. Not all the time will they give us details about the, what about the, the categories and stuff. Um, yeah, I I like categories leagues more than po- head to head points. Uh, I like head to head categories, and I like the bangers aspect as well. Hits, um, blo- hits, blocks, and pims uh, being categories that you can then win. And even in a points league, I like those having. Um, uh, having value what makes it unique about the categories league is like you can try and like and i've i've been on both sides of this coin usually on the wrong side uh <laughs> but like if you have a roster that's filled with some bangers like you can win your banger categories every week but you're never going to touch the point ones whereas all of a sudden you've got a skill-filled lineup you're going to forfeit like those three categories of hits usually pims and block shots every week so like there's a good chance like it keeps you in the mix so it just gives a little more unique strategy i think if you're in a bangers league as opposed to just straight uh, you know goals assists power play shorthanded etc um but i do pref- i personally prefer the categories one just because like i said that makes it even more intriguing that you have to try and try and accumulate just hits and who knows on like a sunday night if you're in a tie game like six categories a piece and the hits are you're only down by a couple hits you can just pick up some uh, some banger to play in the Sunday night game and hope that it pushes you out over the top. So it's a it's it's a huge mix. Back to the original question, like there's a blend of just points league, bangers league, head to head cats. Um, I, I my personal preference is head to head categories, bangers league. But uh, but that's and I uh, there's I'm in three leagues this year. Each one of them has a different setup, different scoring system. Uh, they're all head to head, but some are points and some are categories. Big Dooley says, I have one year left to see Lamb. Should I trade him? My problem is I'm the champ, and no one want to give me anything of value in return. Big Dooley, keep him. Win that banner next year, buddy. They hang forever. Trading a player like that, you will almost always come out on the back end, wrong end of it. I mean, like, obviously, players don't last forever, but CeeDee Lamb is, what, in, like, year three, four? Yeah. So... Uh, keep him win you, again you, whether it's Dak assuming it's still Dak at quarterback which it almost certainly will be um, they have a great connection and you know good news is fantasy points don't matter in the playoffs so exactly uh, Cow- Cowboys uh, you're not scared of taking Cowboys for that fact Montana Durice just woke up boys super late enjoying that wild win that fluke play to IU quite a play complete momentum shift I couldn't believe it yeah that was just what'd you call it the awful. doink and yoink or the, the yoink the, the, the doink and yoink Instead of reverse, the, instead of the yoink and doink, it's doink and yoink is what we always call it. I think it stands. If it doinks off someone and now someone the other team yoinks it, the doink and yoink works. Uh, Husk says that is an awful cover. Assuming they're talking about the song, yeah. Was that uh, J Cole? Uh, that was Workout by J Cole. Yeah, J Cole. Yeah. Who's the original? It's not a cover, as far as I know. Well, well I, what, I think he slows do down you... Workout Plan by Kanye, doesn't he? That could be true. I, I don't think so. I could be very wrong, but I, I don't think so. We'll take a look into it. Patty and Spruce says we're going to call this the Swifty Bowl, correct? I don't want to. That takes away from the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. <laughs> I was thinking Super Bowl, but <laughs> Super Bowl works yeah, too. Yeah, they're missing some <laughs> some uh, of E in there to be Super Bowl. And Maddie C says, fellas, I'm on year 14 of a 16-team league with 10 keepers. Absolute grind. Keep it going, buddy. Keep it going. That comes in from Maddie C. Okay, that'll do it for us. Fun show today. Uh, lots of texts. We appreciate all of them. Make sure you give us a subscription, a follow, as one might call it, on the uh, podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. Set up the auto-download. We want to get in that top 200. It's a long way for us, but we're coming for it. On behalf of 
Brandon Douglas, Donovan P. I'm Connor Halley. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Low Tide's up next. We'll get to a sports update with the intern brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leducs, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhawkBeefJerky.com. Here is Donnie P.